Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are discussing WandaVision Season 1, Episode 4. We interrupt this program right after this ad we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Randall, how you doing, buddy? Man, this is such a good day. It's Friday. You know, on Monday, I was so down because it was Monday and I didn't know why, but it's Friday and I'm here for it. Am I right? It's yeah. WandaVision day. I am so here for it. And I, you know, that I think that Rebecca Black song is going to become like our th- anthem. <laughs> if, if, if we continue to, if these continue to drop on Friday throughout all the series this year, yep. uh, the, the, Rebecca Black is going to be our anthem. We're going to bring it black. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I was so disappointed in yourself. that pun before I said it. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Um, <laughs> our producer today is Matthew Fox. How you doing, bud? Thanks. I'm I'm good. I'm good. I wasn't able to uh, watch the live live view with you, but I caught up a few minutes later. Really enjoyed this episode. Looking forward to talking about it. Me too. I, we we're so excited about this episode. But before we get started, I did want to just thank everybody. Last week, I mentioned the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash stranded panda. Yes. I said, help us get to f- uh, 400. And then we jumped almost to 500. So we are now almost to 500. So thank you very, very much. Those of you who subscribed, really, really, really appreciate it. Also, we wanted to mention up top, this week we are starting a new season of trivia. We actually gave away a PS5 on Wednesday night. Uh, congratulations to Theo! Theo! Twitch. A.K.A. Brad Casper. Yes, Brad. We gave away a, a PS5 for the first season of trivia. We're going to be doing something similar. We're thinking either a PS5 or possibly an Oculus uh, um, for for season two, and that's going to start Wednesday night, seven thirty central. Twitch.tv slash Stranded Panda TV, and uh, we, we're, uh, we're we're we'll, be, we'll probably announce the prize on next episode of MCU Cast. But I just wanted to mention those two things. Thank you for subscribing on YouTube, everybody, and come to trivia on Wednesday nights. Let's freaking talk about Wandavision. Yes. Uh, first off, let's just say it. I called this shit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think we all called it. Well, I specifically said that I thought episode four was going to go back to the beginning and tell the begin, tell the story from the other people's perspective. Yeah. And oh yeah, it did. And even better than that, it did a better, it did something I did not expect at all, which is started at the blip, the return, man. Yes. Oh my Lord. I'm like getting chills thinking about that scene. Oh my God. Okay. So like, I didn't want to say anything while we were all watching the episode in the, in the scene or live watch, but I woke up like super early this morning and I went and watched it on the 4k TV in the living room. Oh wow. And like, when that came on and it was like in super high definition and all the particles coming together, I was like, Oh no. Like I, I started, I started to piece together like all of the things that we had talked about, about like when people come back, are they on planes? Are they on? Like, I thought she was on a plane oh, at first yes. and then it was, and then we saw the like flat hospital bed and we had heard before then, like, no, I'm staying with my mom. Um, we heard the phrase Lieutenant Trouble come in. Right. And like, oh, and oh, my God. Like, all of that coming together, I was like, oh, shit. I, I forgot about, like, hospitals. And, like, if people, like, oh, people yeah. have died in that five years. Her mom died in that five years. She didn't get to say goodbye to her cancer-ridden so mother. So freaking tragic. And the thing is, she comes back and says... 
She gets out today. She's done. Oh, she gets out man. today. Oh. oh, that hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. And and, and, and not to bring the, the levels way down from the energy level we're at now, but like, and it really like was uh, the, the whole thing they said, people were blipping back and they were like, we don't have capacity. We don't, we can't handle this. We don't have the people oh, here. And that hurts so like, bad. It hurt because I literally just went through that, you know, like, like yeah. the hospitals are all overrun with COVID right now. And like my mom couldn't get into the hospital. Um, and like, like that's, so this was just like, so real life and, and so like poignant. really upsetting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, oh my this, God. The, it, that, the, that set me off at the very beginning in an emotional place. And, and then her, her mom having died, it just, it's, it, this was rough, man. Um, so yeah, it was crazy, crazy opening scene, but I was absolutely as a fan blown away by the o- opening with the return of the snap. Cause we never really saw that. We never saw anyone return, have we? At all? Uh, yeah, no, we didn't. We didn't see anybody right. get like pieced back together. We saw a little bit of it in uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, or not Homecoming, Far That's From right. Home. We did. You're when right. When they showed up on the on the court, <laughs> but it was like super far away. It was super far away, and it was like, you know, it wasn't like right up in it, and it was yeah. in the middle of a basketball game. Yeah. Like the band no, showed up. The band that was so good. Um, yeah. So. I loved, I loved that. I love that it started there. I love that it's tying so many moments in Marvel together because we've got young Monica Rambo. We got Lieutenant Trouble. We also have the blip returning. We, and now we have this wand division and just the, all the elements came together. And like, I am, this episode was wonderful, but it makes me so excited for the future of the show because yes, like exactly. basically this was a paint by numbers episode. This was, we know this happened. Here's how it happened. We know this happened. Here's how it happened. And we'd already kind of pieced all that together, figured it all out. Yeah, we we already had a framework in mind. I loved your your, your comment in the live chat. You've been saying how you thought Monica was the pilot of of the helicopter that crashed. And then no, you were she like, was. And then you were, you were like, see, she was the pilot. <laughs> it was just a drone <laughs> trying to make it in this world on its own. Yeah, that's, that's so true. So true. My, my, <laughs> my song, Just a Drone, has a whole new meaning now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> trying to make it in this one division on my own. So, like, I don't have. I, I just got to tell you, how, like, everyone is wonderful. Like, yeah. The, I was a little worried. So they've been doing this stylized sitcom thing. Yep. I was a little worried, not very, because we've only we've only seen very little of what's going on in the real world so far, even in the trailers. And I was a little worried that we get outside of the WandaVision world and it would feel like TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. This did not feel like TV. This, this did felt, not in any way. This felt like a movie. It felt like the first 30 minutes of a movie. It really did. Right. Of a Marvel level oh movie. Oh my God. Yes, it did. And the, oh, the, the, like, the picture quality was there. The direction was there. The, the acting was there. The Jimmy Woo close up magic. Oh my was God. There. The close up magic. Jimmy Woo is so good. It's such a, oh, good, such a good callback. Oh, man. <laughs> I was so excited when I saw that both times. That the is, second time, I was like, here it comes. It's so small, too. Like, <laughs> it's such a small little thing that it is so... This is exactly the kind of thing we're always saying they should do to tie together the TV shows. We're always like, they should just do a little reference that won't be distracting to the audience, but yeah. will let us know how much they love us because they're like putting a little love on it. 
Yeah, like, because they're they're doing like the salt bay thing of just sprinkling yeah. it on, right? Sprinkle, sprinkle the salt bay. Uh, he him flipping that card up was it's kind of the opposite of the salt bay, actually. Now that you mention it, um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> him flipping that card up is just an absolutely perfect reference to Ant Man. Him loving Ant Man, like uh, it's just the connected yep. universe in a way that we've never. This is the connected universe paying off in a way we've yeah, never this seen is, it. This is what we were promised. Yeah, it really is. Monica, Wu, Darcy, three completely different franchises within Marvel that none of them have been part of an Avengers movie. Like, this is a team-up of a lot of the smaller characters coming into this show, and then them them looking into the show and being like, we know those guys from the TV. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, is that, oh, it looks like her. Yeah, I think that's her. And Darcy says one of the lines that, like, like I, I still am thinking about, I'm still mulling over, is she says, I know it's been a crazy couple of years on this planet. Right. On this planet. But isn't he dead? But the, the part that, that throws me, like, out is, like, I know it's been a crazy couple of years on this planet. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what planet has she been on? Well, she's from, she's in Sword apparently, and she was part of manned missions. Like this, Sword apparently not only came into existence in the last five years, but prior to that, they mentioned manned missions. And they I don't say, think it came into existence in the last five years. No, no, I'm saying it, that. That's what I'm saying. Like it didn't. We we speculated that because it's never mentioned before on a previous oh, right, episode. Right, right, right. Okay. But no, yeah. they said they said she was already on manned she missions. She grew up. She grew up in sword. The guy yeah. said, your mom built this place up on her, like with her hands basically. Yeah. And said, you grew up here. Cause yeah. So it makes a total sense. Now that I think about it, um, her mom, Maria was there for captain Marvel and yep. met Talos and met all those people. Yep. So I'm guessing sword is a, and, and we know that fury is out in space with them. So I'm guessing yep. sword is based in the scroll world. Like the scrolls sort of like help them attain the technology and all of that, which I freaking love. And that tie together is yep. perfect. And the fact that Monica has been a part of it, she met scrolls when she was a kid and she literally yeah. just grew up in this. This is so freaking and good. Like part of that, part of that that's so exciting is that like the, to kind of cement that uh, is that the, uh, the guy said, the director said like, you know, there's space is full of unidentified threats. Now, she's like, always has been full of threats right. and allies. Yeah. And like at, at first, on first viewing, I was like, she means Captain Marvel, obviously. <laughs> but then I was like, no, wait, no, no. She grew up like she had scrolls in her life as a little kid. Yeah. And then they they became friends with those scrolls. And then like, holy shit, holy shit. That's what she's talking about. Well, it's actually, well, I think it's both, but it is literally her ethos. Like. She she grew up. Everyone feared these scrolls. Like in in that movie, they thought the scrolls were bad, and she was there for the moment when they realized these scrolls. They look bad, but they're not. It's the moral of Men in Black. You know what I mean? Like it's that that thing where you go like, uh, every, these things look crazy, but they're people just like us. You know? Right. Oh, that's a big scary monster. No, that's just Ted or whatever. I forget the the guys <laughs> the guy's name. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> the first thing I was thinking of was like, oh, you know this guy's an alien. And yeah, if you don't like it, you can kiss my furry little butt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, that's the sort of moral of the whole uh, Men in Black series is like, people look weird, but everyone's 
Yeah, don't judge a book by its cover. Exactly. It's lovely. I, I, I love the Men in Black movies. Except the new one. The reboot, they actually like kind of have the opposite. Like They have the weird-looking guys that are always being picked on for looking weird. I don't like it. Anyway, that's, that's <laughs> not important right now. We just saw a really cool episode of WandaVision. Stay on target. <laughs> Stay on target. Stay on target. Stay on target. <laughs> you mentioned that line about yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this world. The line that blew me away was they, they, they confirm sentient weapons. Yep. That's big. But, so they confirm sentient weapons, but it doesn't take away from the fact that S.W.O.R.D. is dealing with space. a galactic threat. So it's both. In space! <laughs> sentient weapons in space! Uh, <laughs> so we have sentient weapons, but here's the thing. She said that I, and help me, help me if I'm not getting a reference here, but she said sentient weapon, and he, he said, you see, it says it on the door, sentient weapon. And she says... Yep. But it also says observation and report. It doesn't say creation. Did you hear that? I did. Mm-hmm. I did hear that. So what did she just learn? What in the last well, five years have they started creating? Well, he said, like, we've, we've changed from, from manned missions, and now we're on nanotech, robotics, AI. And right. That is, like, those three things are... Tony Stark. Holy shit. Ironheart is going to be a, uh, here's put it on the, put this on the board, Matt, right, right <laughs> put now. It on the board. Put it on the Ironheart. Board. Riri Williams is going to be a part of sword, maybe like an internship. Okay. Because of the nanotech <laughs> AI and, um, and the, the robotics. Absolutely. She reverse engineered Tony's suit in the comics. Like that's right. how she became Ironheart. Right. I think that, uh, that on top of that, what you're what you're saying, I think there that could be that Riri. I think I think Riri might be something separate. Like she might get it a separate way, but it does seem like they're taking on Tony's tech possibly, and they're using it to explore the galaxy. But what does that mean? AI, like if they have his advanced AI and his nanotech and all this, and she said not creating like. Are they creating basically like visions or some some sort of like robotic tech and sending them out into space? And and she seems worried about this. Uh, Monica seems like no, we we're not supposed to be sending sending weapons out into space. Like that is such a small line. She says or create. We're not supposed to be creating it or like it doesn't yep. say creating it. That is such a small line and it means so much. And what does it mean? And what, what are we going to do? What are we going to do, Jeff? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what we're going to do. I think we may, that little line means a lot. And it means there's some sort of crazy program. And we may not know about it. I don't know of anything that's been announced. Maybe Armor Wars. But like, that will tell us that story. And I'm like, tell me that story right now. Well, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing, Matt. You're, you're on it. You're exactly on it. It's Armor Wars. Because Armor Wars was about what happens when people get their hands on Tony Stark's tech. Sure. That's and what, yeah, so that's what Ironheart is like, Ironheart is where Riri Williams reverse engineers his tech. But like, what if bad people get their hands on his tech and then Rhodey has to fight against that, yeah. right? Yeah. But Rhodey is going to be in league with S.W.O.R.D. because S.W.O.R.D. is also doing that. And so he's got to get S.W.O.R.D. back on the right track and use their resources to go and fight against the people who are bad that are taking Tony Stark's tech and doing yeah. bad things with it. See, and, and that, that, that may be, but I was under the impression that Armor Wars and Ironheart would be Earth-based 
things. I may be wrong. They, they, they could go anywhere, Matt. They could do anything. Yeah, I know. Or, so, so either <laughs> one of those two things is, is in space or related to swords somehow. Or we have a whole different set of heroes and villains out in space that we get to encounter soon. Maybe there is a sword show. Who knows? Maybe both. But like the, the crazy thing, like, okay. So that whole sequence of, of Rambo going back to sword Mm -hmm. and, and talking to the director, like there's so much packed in there that like, I think that whole thing was like, yeah, this is a little bit of backstory on, on Rambo. This is, you know, kind of her, like he's director exposition at this point, but there's so much for the future that's packed into that. There's so much just crammed in there. I totally agree. We're just going to see, keep coming back and keep coming back. This episode, I mentioned at the top, there's not much new in the way of this story. Uh, (laughs) But, but like this, this, this whole, this whole episode in a way is like episode of pure exposition because we're getting like what's been going on in the background. Like literally what we've, what we've been saying we wanted for three episodes, but honestly, I am so glad they did what they did. This is perfect. This is absolutely perfect. Like this is the episode that makes the stratification a possibility. Like this is what breaks us out into everything that could be. Because we have all of this packed in, crammed into this one little scene that we can just be like, oh, that could lead to that, could lead to that, could lead to that. That yeah. probably going to lead to that, to lead to that, links to that. Like, there's so much. Yeah. There's so much, Matt. I'm with and you, man. we haven't even gotten to talking about Darcy, Dr. Darcy Lewis. Yeah. Doctor. 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 Darcy Lewis. Doctor. 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 <laughs> Doctor. Do you care? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, and the other thing we haven't gotten to, which I can't believe because I feel like it's the headline of this episode. It's all Wanda. It's all Wanda. The last line of the show. That being said, they still left it open by not putting on the board. Agnes's picture was not on the board. Agnes's picture was on the board. Agnes's legal name and driver's license were not on the board. Right, right. Which is a huge, that's what I meant, sorry. The FBI can't find her identity, so is she something other? Like, it just, it still leaves both options open for someone other. Exactly. The Agatha (laughs) Mephisto stuff is still a possibility, but it... As far as we know now, Wanda is the villain. And so now we get to go forward for the next few episodes, at least with sword trying to face off with Wanda and like going forward. And we have, I don't think there is anything at all that we have seen past this point. I think we have seen everything we've seen, right? No, I'm sorry. We have, there's a couple, uh, couple shots of them in different time periods that we haven't seen. Yeah. Yeah. And like, there's, there's a couple of things in the featurettes and the trailers, like right. where Wanda's like sitting on, uh, on a chair, like staring into the camera documentary style. Yeah. Like I'm fine. Really. I guess the other big thing we have seen, I was trying to think of things we've seen that are like, uh, kind of give us a sense of the plot. Cause up till now, I feel like Halloween every, scene, the hell well, see that's plot. That's not very plotty though. To me, uh, the big thing we do have of this plotty though is, is I'm, uh, the word plotty is weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, but the, the big thing we have it is revealing of the plot is plotty. Okay, you're right. Plotty. Uh, the vision. Sure the vision and Wanda saying, "This is our home. We're going to protect it." Right. This is our home. Let's fight for it. Yes. And and vision touching Agnes's temple. You remember that in the oh, trailer? He touches right. her temple, and the light goes into her, and it's like she wakes up from a trance. 
and, and says, uh, am I dead? And he's like, no, why would you say that? As much as we have uh, theorized about Agnes being Agatha Harkness or whatever, uh, her getting her temple touched and waking up seems to be like she is not in control at all. You know what I mean? Right. Right, right. Oh, and I I don't know how over the past six months of talking about the show we haven't talked about that, but yeah, like that seems like it completely undercuts the Mephisto and Agatha Harkness theory. It sort of does. Sort of does. It sort of does. Sort of does. I just want to jump in there and say Chad has been talking a lot about Agatha, and um, someone had asked if, if Agnes is Agatha Harkness and what we felt about that. And connected to that, someone also pointed out um, that not only Agnes, but Dottie is also not on the board. Well, that's the difference, though. Dottie, like when they were when they had put those up, they hadn't gotten to the point in the episodes yet in episode two where Dottie shows up. So it makes sense that she wasn't on the board. But Dottie also didn't have a profile at all. Agnes did have a profile, but her picture was the only thing that was on there. There was no legal name and no license. So Dottie may show up on the board in the next episode and we may see her license get added and find out who she is. But um, right now it makes sense that she's not on there or that she wasn't on there. Okay. Um, speaking of the board though, there's one thing that I, that I wanted to point out because I saw this in the, uh, the little trailer clip teaser, whatever yesterday. And I like, I did a bunch of like enhance, you know, and we talked about <laughs> it in, in the Facebook group, yeah. uh, but on you know, he said Abolash or yeah, Abolash Tandon is Norm, and he puts it on the board. And they've been writing everything about these people. Uh, so somebody wrote notes on it. And in the notes section, it says Abolash expresses concern for his, and I think it says father or mother and sister. And it looks like it's, um, you know, most of it. It looks like it says this information was obtained when Vision awakened him. Is Wanda controlling a whole town? Physical safety of residents is now in question. When Vision releases him, Abolash becomes Norm again. Oh. Okay. When Vision awakened him. That was all on the board? That was on that on that profile, yeah. Wow, I didn't see that at all. Okay. Whew. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I had to do I had to do a lot of uh, a lot of freeze frame enhance. Oh, and this was after uh this was this was this was on your first watch. I was like, "How did you get that on this watch? We just watched it." No, no, no. It was on. It was on the trailer that they dropped yesterday. Oh, I didn't watch that. I, I deliberately yeah. didn't watch it. Anything that comes out the week of a thing, I basically ignore from Marvel. It was just a picture of the board that we saw today. Like it was already there. Wow, that's huge. Why would they release that? I'm so glad I didn't see that. <laughs> so glad I, I made the right call. I made the right call. Oh man. Okay. Uh. Uh, let me just say Darcy is Bay. Darcy is Bay. Yeah. Darcy 100%. is Bay. 100%. Oh my god. But you know, but you know, I I I'm almost I'm real close to shipping Darcy and Jimmy. <laughs> Darcy Woois? Darcy Woois, Matt. Didn't they talk about Jimmy having like a family uh, or at least a partner when he was no. in Ant-Man? Maybe? No. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. You know, he said like I you know, I've thought about it. 
I oh, thought yeah, about it. Uh, a little, a little Jimmy Woo. Give him a badge. Oh, you mean a chip? Yeah, <laughs> that was very funny. It was very, <laughs> it's so cute. I love their dynamic. I love Darcy. I love her coming in. The pods thing she said was so good. What'd she say? You guys look like the type that would have those little pods around. Um, yep. That is such a good you joke. Those little pods. She's calling them basic. Is what she's doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basic. Yeah, basic. <laughs> It's just a great oh my God. joke. Just a great joke. It's it is this this whole thing. The introduction of all these characters was Marvel movie level introduction and Marvel movie level comedy. All of that. It oh, it's just it's gold, man. This is gold. This is this was a phenomenal episode. I've wanted to see. I've liked all the episodes. I think that they're they've all been amazing. But this is what I wanted. This is the show I wanted, and this is the show yeah. that we're getting now. And I just can't just can't say enough about how excited I am. And if like this sets a precedent, right? If this is the quality of TV that we're going to be getting from the Disney Plus shows, from the Marvel Studios Disney Plus shows, like the world, the entirety of the world has to compete at this level, like. No other TV is going to be yeah. like, I can't watch other TV now <laughs> because this is just too good. It is at, at as high a level as like the best TV I've ever seen. And, and, and you know, like sure. Other stuff might have um, a little more gravitas in the like drama realm or something, but this like just the, the acting level, the comedy chops, the production level, it's all just perfect. Like there's just yes. nothing wrong with it. And I freaking love it. You know, Darcy came up with the, the device to try to send a signal to the radio. So, you know, we got confirmation that it was Jimmy Woo yes, we did. on the radio with a Wanda. Can you hear me? <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. And, yeah, but then we we saw like all of the all of the rewinding, all of the no, and like all the things where you know reality kind of gets broken. Oh, yeah, it edited it for Wanda. It gets edited on the broadcast. It yeah. gets taken out. Also, it seemed like this was happening way faster in the real world than days. Like it, it seemed almost like this was happening episode length uh, in their timeline. Like it almost seemed like this had only been like an hour and a half or something. Um, well, I'm really not sure. You know, to to be fair, like we're not sure. It's it's been 24 hours since uh, since Rambo got sucked in that she got or that they brought everybody in. So it looks like it was a few hours after that that um, that everybody actually started, you know, taking in the information. But we did see a couple of shots in the black and white that we hadn't seen already. Oh, did we? The, like when they first saw Geraldine. Oh, that's right. The feel that I got from it was that there are other episodes that we haven't seen. Yeah, I had, I, yeah, I'm thinking possibly that like there are other episodes we haven't seen, and that was all in the '50s. And then once they, she starts encountering Sword trying to break into her reality, she starts rewriting it as different versions or something like that. You know what I mean? Like it was all in the fifties, and then at, now that she's under attack, she's adapting, and it like is moving her <laughs> through time or something like that. <laughs> we have we have to upgrade our technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe one thing we didn't talk about at all: Darcy's reaction to the TV show, and Darcy and Wu like discussing the TV show like it's a TV show, 
and yeah, theorizing. I can't she's having a baby. Literally, <laughs> I can't believe she. I can't believe they're having a baby. It's so good. I, it's just the fact that she's eating popcorn. It's all wonderful callouts to the fact that they are the audience in this episode. They, they are, are the us. audience. They are. <laughs> The one of us. They are us. They're they're sitting at the desk being us, writing on the board. Literally the questions he writes on the board. Is Vision dead? Uh are they you know, is Wanda doing this? Like like it's all questions. Is this an alternate he says, is this an alternate reality? Is it time travel? Like these are all things that like we've all discussed and batted around and all these things. Right. And it's just Give it's, me my board back, Marvel. Right. So I just need to point out what we're doing. We are a reaction video about a reaction video. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's so meta. It is so meta. This is this whole thing. This is them. This is Jimmy Woo and Darcy preparing to make a podcast about uh, WandaVision, you know, like it's just so great. It's so great. Yeah. It, it felt, I felt so seen during this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. The, the, the area that Wanda has set up for herself is hexagonal shaped. And that was on the board. Why is it hexagonal? Uh, why is it he- why the hexes or so whatever? Why yeah. the hex? Yep. And um, you know, is Vision dead? When you said that, it reminded me that we saw like zombie Vision. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Gosh, there's so we, much like, in this episode. For as little as it moved the story forward, and as much as it was paint by numbers and just like drop in the little things, there's so much in this episode. We see from, there's so much. As much as we we've been seeing from the TV's perspective, basically this whole time. Yep. And this episode, we see a little bit from Wanda's perspective for the first time. And, 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 you know, last episode, I'm trying to remember if we see that moment in last episode when, when Vision comes back in. Do we see her react that way? Uh, I, I don't, I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, her reaction to, she, we see what she sees, which is once she's reminded of the real world, she starts to remember that Vision is dead and she sees him that way. And that was real dark and weird. When Vision comes back in into the room and she's rocking the twins and and focused on she's focused on them, he comes walking in and you can see it in the background like he's fuzzy, but his color is off and his color like he looks grayish. And then when he comes into focus, he is that that awful, you know, like stone pulled out zombified vision. And she's like, oh, and he changes back to normal, but it's not, I don't think it's normal. I don't think it's normal vision because his eyes are blue and they are like, his eyes are blue and they look like a regular person's eyes. Hmm. And I don't think that vision's eyes have traditionally looked like that. Hmm. I, I felt like he looked very similar as he looked after Thanos pulled the stone out. Yeah. I'm going to look that up for us now. Well, that, yeah, that's what I mean. Like when when it was Zombie Vision, like he looked exactly like when Thanos dropped him on the ground. Yeah. But like when he when she when she closed her eyes and like fixed his fixed his skin, so to speak. Oh, afterwards he had blue eyes. Yeah. Well, he had blue eyes right there. Right. Interesting. And I don't think that he had blue eyes like that when like when he was created. In Age of Ultron, I don't think he had eyes like that in Captain America the uh, Civil War. Um, mm. And in no. Infinity War, I don't think so. I, I'm looking at pictures now, and I mean, his eyes look pretty blue from one of, in like a lot of screenshots from the earlier movies. Mm. Okay. And I also Maybe. think it might have just been the coloration of that 70s look, the like Technicolor pop that they gave everything. Maybe what's uh, throwing you off. 
just popped it out a little bit more yeah, than I'm used to. Just a little, little, little collar pop on that blue. All right, before we get over to the chat, let's check in with our sponsor this week. Our sponsor this week is Ritual. And I know we've been talking a lot about Agatha Harkness and Mephisto and their dark rituals that they might be doing to Scarlet Witch, but not this time. We're talking about a positive ritual. You see, we deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why especially when it comes to something to take every day. Ritual's clean, vegan-friendly multivitamin is formulated with high-quality nutrients in bioavailable forms your body can actually use. And that's an important word to, to look at there is bioavailable. Bioavailable means that it is in a manner that your body can take in, not just passing through and pooping out later. That's right. Uh, your body can actually use these forms of these uh, nutrients. And you won't find sugars, GMOs, major allergens, synthetic fillers, or artificial colorants. These aren't your kids' gummies. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, that fresh taste, yo. That fresh taste. You know, you say that fresh taste, it is. It, there's a little mint tab in the bottle mm -hmm. uh, to go right along with it to keep them fresh. Uh, it's not just a, a good taste. It's a good smell. Like, I, I have the bottle on my desk. It's kind of how I remember to take them every day. It's right, in, right on my desk where I do all of my work. And I see the bottle, and I'm like, man, I want to smell a good minty freshness. I open the bottle, and I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. It really is. It's super minty. I'm always like every day surprised at how minty it really is. I'm pretty sure people on Trivia Nights have seen me occasionally sniff the bottle because it's so good. <laughs> Ritual is the multivitamin reimagined. A multivitamin should contain key nutrients and forms your body can actually use to help fill gaps in the diet. No shady extras. Ritual's delayed release capsule design delivers high-quality nutrients, including vitamin D3, in just two daily pills. And there's a couple of key points in there that really need to be harped on. They've gone out to nutritional scientists and asked for their help in developing a different vitamin for the different kinds of people, and... These are based on, you know, statistics of this is what, like, our, our particular bottles are. This is what men 18 and up, uh, not in the senior range, might be missing in their diet. They're trying to help fill the gaps in the diet to get all the, the micronutrients that you might be missing. But a lot of, uh, a lot of multivitamins that do that sort of thing, you have to take with food. You don't have to take these with food because they have the delayed release capsule. And that helps it to dissolve and absorb into your system later in the digestive tract rather than upsetting your stomach. So not only is it a nice minty taste, it doesn't upset your stomach and you can sniff the bottle all day. Mm. And that's, that sniffing is nice. It's nice. That's an important thing. You'll always know what nutrients you're taking and where they come from uh, thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. It came with a pamphlet in the box. You can look at and look up where each individual resource that is in the capsules is coming from in the world. That's that's something that I've not seen ever done in any other company. That's awesome. That is super rad. Super, super rad. And I just love, as I've mentioned with a lot of these companies, these delivery companies, I the biggest thing for me is just the fact that they comes to my house every month and I don't have to remember to do it. Uh, I don't oh, have yeah. to remember to go to the store to buy a bottle of multivitamins. It is just at my house. 
Uh, I, I had a bottle delivered yesterday. I love that. Yeah, I got the email a couple of days ago that's like, your next ritual bottle is on the way. And I'm like, oh, I had forgotten about that. Yeah. Like, I'm taking them every day, but I don't <laughs> I don't necessarily remember to order them until it's too late. That's what happens to me every time. I always buy a bottle of multivitamins, and I'm like, I'm going to start taking these. I know it's good for me, and I'll buy a bottle, and then... I take that bottle and then I just forget to go get a new one. So this really, really is great for me. Get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. You can go to ritual.com slash MCU cast to start your ritual today. That is ritual.com slash MCU cast and start your ritual today. Yeah. Let them know we sent you ritual.com slash MCU cast. Let's get into the uh, feedback. How about it? Okay. Okay. Mr. Fox, let's bring you on to the screen here and see what we have going on. What's happening in the chat? Sounds good. Well, we have a lot of great things being discussed. Uh, a lot of it was stuff that you all have talked about already, but I'll give a couple of things. First of all, a couple of people want us to talk more about the scrolls. Um, are the scrolls the real enemy? Does Sword know that? Um, we point out that Jimmy, Jimmy Woo writes, are they scrolls? And our Brees wrote, um, Monica referenced a- allies in space, uh, and he thinks obviously talking about the scrolls from Captain Marvel. I hope the next Captain Marvel movie covers her mom's influence on Sword. Um, so yeah, scrolls. Ooh. What are we thinking, and, and where, how do we think uh, Monica Rambo plays into that? Our Brees, I love that. That um, the idea that uh, the Captain Marvel two could we've talked about it. Co- is it going to be future or is it going to cover the past twenty years or whatever? I love the idea that she could be like going out to space and visiting earth and seeing her friend as she ages and builds sword. That sounds like an amazing that movie. Would be that amazing. I would love to see. Huh? That's that uh, would be incredible. Like that gets me. Yeah, 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 we, we all know I, I, uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of Captain Marvel as much as I was other, other Marvel movies. I liked it, but, uh, I've, I haven't been as excited about the sequel as I am for other things, but, that makes me so excited. The idea that they could be like building sword and the Maria Rambo being involved. Yeah. That yep. sounds awesome. Good call. Yep. And not just that, but, uh, Tiana, Tiana Paris, the Monica Rambo of, of this series is also going to be in it. So we get her yeah. phenomenal performance back. Yeah. We could see what leads up to this scene. This, this this episode is like everything I want from Marvel. Like this is <laughs> this is not just like a good episode of WandaVision. This is a great moment. This is in a the good MCU. episode of Marvel. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's like so fan servicey and referential to all these things, but it feels like a contained movie that is its own thing. And I uh, this is this is bigger to this is better to me. And I mean, it may be obviously this may be obvious to you. Uh, but this is a better moment than turn, turn, turn from the first season of Age of Shield. You know what I mean? Like up till yeah. now, that was the biggest crossover moment to television we'd ever had. It was huge. It was cool. This is better. This is better yeah. than that. That's like a high point of Agents of Shield. That's one of the high points of Marvel television. And this is better. Um, so scrolls. Yep. Sorry, we jumped on the Maria Rambo stuff. Uh, but let's talk about the scrolls. He he says, "Are they scrolls?" I didn't catch that line. Uh, no, no, he was on the board. Okay, he had, he had put it on the whiteboard. Are they scrolls? We were doing the live watching. If I was watching this by myself, I would have been pausing it constantly. But like, <laughs> I, I was trying to respect the live watch because um, everybody. I was like, "You guys wait on me. I'm reading the board right now." 
<laughs> I want to read all of these questions. <laughs> we should maybe we should do a different live watch tonight and just do like a bunch of freeze frames and all talk about what we see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's let's all circle back up and be like, okay, okay, let's analyze this frame. Yeah, if we've got five hours to set aside, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, is your time really that valuable? <laughs> <laughs> My partner might say so, but probably not. <laughs> <laughs> My job certainly doesn't say so. <laughs> we should do what we do with our trailer watches where we take a, a 30 second trailer and turn it into a 10 minute podcast or 30 minute podcast. Who am I kidding? And we should do that with the full <laughs> episode, just like a 30 hour thing where we're like freeze frame. Keep, enhance, enhance, enhance. Um, I, I would do that. I would do that. Um, I would so do that for this episode. Fuck yeah, I would yeah. do that. Well, we maybe we will tonight. Who knows? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. Um, uh, I'm gonna watch this episode like three more times today. And you know, it's crazy. We got so much in this episode, and it was only a 30 minute episode. Yeah, it was still just 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, so I do like, I like, I like the idea though, uh, that was brought up about the scrolls and him putting it on the board. Are they scrolls? Uh, because if they are, if he has, if he has the idea that they're scrolls. Is that Jimmy's idea or is that sword's idea? Like the, the crazy thing about that is that implies that more than just a few people know about scrolls. Right. Yeah. Jimmy Wu has to know about scrolls as is right. everyone looking at that board. Well, and he's right. just that, everybody that in weird. that compound. That is weird because he's an FBI agent. Like he's not an right. agent of sword. So right. it's weird that they didn't have that conversation and be like, well, I guess it is after the blip. So like, I guess a lot, a lot of stuff probably came out during the blip, right? Like a lot of stuff Maybe. was like, right. Maybe we don't know, man. Well, we know they know about, well, they've known about extraterrestrials for a while. Uh, but yeah, scrolls seemed like uh, privileged information up until now, but it does seem like it's out in the, it's at least out in the open here. I'm just surprised we didn't get the moment and maybe they just have time for it where they, they tell Jimmy Woo, okay, we're sword, by the way, scrolls are a thing. This is a thing, you know, like a little bit of reaction from Jimmy would have been nice. Cause at the beginning of this, it seemed like he was just an FBI agent. And then by right. the end, he's fully involved in a, uh, extraterrestrial investigation of a parallel universe and doesn't seem <laughs> to have that much of a reaction. So I'm assuming that happened off screen. I just have to headcanon that. <laughs> Someone did ask, did Jimmy Wu ever find his witness? Yeah, right. Oh, Cause he, yeah. he was investigating a, a, a missing witness protection program person, which maybe may have just been a throwaway reason to get him in there. Yeah. But it could also be everything. Agnes! Mm. Agnes is the witness protection person! You got it. It's it Agnes! Be. It absolutely could be. Maybe that's why they haven't put her information on the board. Oh uh, my she's god! A, she's a secret informant or something. There it is! <laughs> that, that, after we think that she's like a witch leading these, this, all these characters to like be serving the devil, uh, it feels a little anticlimactic to just make her like a witness. That's Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> but why is she in the witness protection program? Why, Matt? <laughs> For her witchiness. Um, <laughs> Look, if I'm testifying against the devil himself, I want witness protection. That is right? a great point. That is a great You're damn point. right. <laughs> uh, the, the last thing I want to say about scrolls is if they think it's scrolls, and this seems like a nefarious thing going on in Westview, like they've got to have the idea that yes, scrolls are our friends, they're our allies, but they can also do things that we don't like. This, if they have the idea that this is scrolls. It is interesting because so far the only scrolls we've met have been sort of allies of Nick Fury. Um, it's interesting to me that they could even, it crosses their mind that these are scrolls because it means like 
are scrolls trying to invade us? Like that, that seems like what they're asking, right? So like right. maybe relations with the scrolls are good or maybe not, or maybe they're, you know, whatever. I mean, wouldn't, I mean, you think about it, wouldn't a, a, a relationship with a race that can shape change or like DNA change to be anyone and, and pass any check to, to infiltrate anything like wouldn't any relationship with them be very tenuous at best? Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's what's so funny. It's kind of like we talked about mutants a couple years ago. It's exactly the point of captain Marvel. That's like, don't fear these people. They're just people and they could be good or bad. Don't be fearful. But at the same time, I'm pretty fearful of the scrolls. It's like we talked about mutants. Like the whole point yep. of the mutants is like, don't be fearful of people. These, but if all teenagers could turn yeah. into superpowered beings, I'm not fearful of mutants. I'm fearful of teenagers yes. with superpowers. Thank you. Thank you. That's that's <laughs> especially because in Captain Marvel, they made a point of like by the end of the movie, it seems like the Kree are the are the are the bad guys. The scroll right. are the good guys. But that scroll leader makes a point of saying, look, our hands are dirty, too. Yeah, we all Which have He's definitely setting up the idea that the scrolls are not going to be just like the victims and the heroes going forward. Yeah, that line was very important in Captain Marvel. And it continues to be on freaking WandaVision. How cool yep. is that? <laughs> very cool. <laughs> it all ties together. It it's does. all it connected. Actually, is all connected. It's actually all connected. Oh, uh, I'm so. I feel like I just got home. You know, <laughs> it, feels, it just feels good. Yep. It just feels yeah, I, good. Like I have to say, I was at the point after that last episode where I was thinking, like, you know what? I'm enjoying you all talking about it. I'm enjoying being a producer. If I wasn't. I might have stopped watching because I was getting so. I was getting really frustrated with how long it was going on. I'm now back. Like I feel like this was exactly yeah. as you said at the beginning. This is I, I wish those first three episodes had been two episodes, but either way, like now I feel like, okay, now we're the show that I've wanted. This is great. I think on a rewatch, those first three episodes will feel cool and interesting uh, to have, but they might feel skippable too. I don't know. Um, I think they're great, but I think for Mar for, for Disney plus and for the sort of buzz around the show, it would have been better if this was last week because it would have, a lot of people fell off after three episodes I didn't, we didn't, us, you know, 50, whatever people well, who have been in the chat didn't, but like, yeah, the, the critics, fell off. the critics and the, and the reviewers of, you know, that, that I guess are like news influencers. They got the first three episodes to review. I thought, I think it was four. It was the first three. Okay. They got the first three to review. And like, as of last week, we had caught up with them, but they like those first three honestly could have been the intro like that could yeah. have been, you know, they, those three could have dropped on the, in the first week, much the same way that the boys does. Yeah. Again, you know, they dropped the three at the beginning I think from, I think from a business perspective for Disney, it would have been smarter to drop the first three because then it would only right. be one week that we were waiting for this, which is what everybody was waiting for. Um, as great as those three episodes were as impressive and interesting and like a study in classic TV as they were, yeah, and breaking new ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it was it's amazing television, but this is what everybody's waiting on, right? I think forcing us to wait another two weeks from the beginning of it, you know, two weeks after is when we finally get the episode that we really want. Right. Like they gave us a week of being really frustrated that we weren't getting, you know, the that deep hot wet continuity or some <laughs> just some answers. I, I do think though you all might not be being 
as a as appropriately thankful to Disney and Marvel as you guys need to be, because if there's ever been a show that is more perfectly designed for exactly what we're doing right now, it's this. Oh like, yes, no, no, for sure. The week to week, the best way to enjoy this show is to have other people who are into it and like sit around and debate it all week. Because yeah, the people who I know who aren't liking it are the folks who are watching it often by themselves, and they don't have people to like go super deep into it and pick it all apart. I think that's kind of the, I think they kind of designed this show for folks like us. They wanted this to be, yeah. you know, what we have some stuff for the more casual fans. This is the deep dive show. This is the you're going to spend every week going frame by frame, and like that's not for everybody, but for the people who love it and people who can do stuff like what we're doing now, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's so great. Thank you, Marvel, totally for this glorious you. Christmas gift that you have given us. Yeah, we, we <laughs> I, I definitely I definitely don't mean to impugn it at all. I, I am actually literally talking about from a business perspective, like. More, oh, yeah. people no, I, would I have, more people would have stayed on. It would have kept more of those casual viewers if they'd th- thrown this in the, the, the second week. But anyway, right. let's get back to the feedback. I'm sorry, we yeah. talked a really long time about the first one. So, um, OL Sauce wrote, I love you guys in a low six to 900 range. No comments, <laughs> just love. So that was kind of cool. I, I like that they, we're still in the low range. We're still going above 300. Yeah, that, um, that, that is above 300. It's better than Haley Hobbs ever gives us. And, um, <laughs> A number of people wanted us to talk about the timeline, and um, Waterfall Angel said it best. Uh, they said they gave us a good timeline for how long after Endgame this is, which is nice. And then a couple other people saying that yep. I, we, they think, and I, I think I agree with them, but I want to hear you all talk about it, that we now have confirmed that this is happening before Spider-Man uh, Far From Home, because this is happening in the month after the yes. the resnap, and And then... Um, uh, yep. Herjack2020 said, so what are we calling this? The re-blip, the re-snap, the re-snapping. <laughs> the unblip. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Um, we need a good yeah, name for it. timeline. Because uh, Matt has been calling it Return of the Blip. Or Return of the Snap, that's right. <laughs> and, return um, of the like, Snap, come on. Return of the Snap. Snap, return, I don't know. Nope, nope. You had a good song at the start, then you yep. kind of lost it. It didn't really <laughs> anyway, make sense. So, Timeline, 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 timeline. She comes back. That's the first thing in the episode is that the the return of the snap happens and everybody gets undusted. The dust comes back together. Like, that's so great. But she goes back to, she goes back to S.W.O.R.D. three weeks later. And then she, go, she goes out to where Jimmy Woo is, like, the next day. And then gets sucked into the TV that day. Or, you know, sucked into the world. Is which that was, all the same day? Do we know? Yeah, well, no, yeah, he, yeah. Okay, yeah. And then it says okay. 24 hours later is when Darcy shows up. Right. And then it so, seems like after Darcy gets that TV on, like it moves very fast. Like it seems it seems like they're watching those episodes and then they're immediately going to the... I guess they, like you said, they could. there could have been episodes... I guess there could have been episodes in each era. Like there could have been more 60s episodes, more 70s episodes. She says specifically, like the thing that makes me think that is that... Uh, Darcy says, whenever Wanda washes dishes, which seems to happen once an episode, barf. <laughs> I love that. I love that line so much. Right. It's a, it's a funny line, but it also gives us that, you know, it kind of extrapolates a bit for okay. us. Okay. Okay. I get what so, you're saying. So maybe there have been days that have, have gone by or, or a day at least, or two, three days. And it's just, it's like a marathon of WandaVision is just playing on the TV. Right. Right. And 
you know, it, it looks like, you know, they brought in some more TVs. They had other TVs coming in. It looks like they had a bunch of different ones coming in. And then like they were they were all watching reruns constantly. And I'm like, hey, look, that's what we were doing. Yeah. <laughs> we we're just watching these same episodes over and over again. And they're like dissecting them and freeze framing them and getting all. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. It's so oh, meta. It's so good. Yeah. So, so yes, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home happened, what, six months after? It was like. It was either six weeks or six months. Either way, it's after the events of this. So this, this was before. Holy shit, Matt. <sighs> okay, 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 okay. So WandaVision was supposed to lead into Spider-Man Homecoming 3, supposed to lead into DS Mom, right? Yep, Doctor uh, Strange. D- uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. So this is happening before Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Far From Home ended with his identity being outed and him going, what the shit? Like, that's that's the last thing we saw. So this show happens before Mysterio. So, like, as soon as that happens, boom, cut off. Like, we have that the, the timeline could easily line up for that to go straight into, you know, the Spider-Man 3 movie. And like Wanda has been breaking reality. Yeah. And then that, that affects Spider-Man and then Dr. Strange has to get involved also, and then into DS mom. We talked about it when Endgame came out, how, when they came back, it was actually like 2022 or whatever, like the timeline yeah. we got, we got into the future a little bit, um, right. but we're catching up, which is kind of fun. Like we're going to get, yep. we're, we're probably going to get caught up where once again, the Marvel movies will be falling pretty close to, real time like we we, we we used to be able to assume kind of assume that but yep. uh, for a few years now it's been sort of like eh, kind of in the future this is maybe not whatever okay uh what else we got uh matthew fox i think we <laughs> keep, keep right. them coming so then uh, there's some discussion about is vision self-aware um our breeze asks do you think vision self-aware and then he's alive or is wanda just giving him free will and then bear creature asked um is Wanda using her powers to control what they call the Vision Puppet? Uh, given Ooh. that her origins are, are the mind, his origins are the Mind Stone of the MCU, are her powers allowing Vision to access the normal cognition? And so, basically, this question of like, I think it's a question we've had every episode, but like, what is Vision, and to what extent does he have independent thought from what Wanda is creating? It's a great question. I think that it is definitely. We, I, we don't know is the answer. We have no idea if he has cognition or not, if he's like independent of her, but she seems to think so. And she seems to think he is real enough that it, it, the, the thing that does become very clear at the end of this episode, he is the reason she's staying. And, and that, that vision of <laughs> that vision of vision at the end where, where he's, he's dead, <laughs> he's clearly a zombie or dead. There's, there's a, there's a bit of it going on where like, she she's being reminded that he's dead and then he asks we can go anywhere and she looks at him with that like forlorn she look says, and says no we can't no we can't this is our home and that is because she I, I think it's pretty clear that's because she knows if they leave that environment he does not survive she can't make him survive outside right. that reality she is holding this entire reality together to to keep him alive so that she can live with him yeah Oh my God, Matt, that's going to make it so much worse when he says you have to let me go. I mean, it's the framework all over again, right? Oh yeah, it's Mac and the framework. It's Mac and the framework. framework, Except maybe this time she will use that machine like they should have done with Mac's daughter and bring her out with all the superpowers. (laughs) 
Yeah, right? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., everybody. Waterfall Angel points out something in regard to this whole idea of the stones. Um, and they say that uh, they reference that the, the radiation is radiation left over from the creation of the universe. The Infinity Stones. <gasps> the Infinity Stones. The were, oh my God. Oh yeah. Oh, that's what's happening. <laughs> oh, okay. What do you so, mean? <laughs> uh, is she putting the stone back? To, she's pulling all of the all of the the atoms of the of the the Mind Stone back together because Thanos Possibly. said he reduced them the atoms. So she could potentially be pulling in all of the atoms of that were the the Mind Stone to put them back together and fix him. Yeah, it's possible. It is possible. Or it's just the idea that she it she was her powers were birthed of the Mind Stone, and so she's using the powers that she. She and that's has, what's yeah. causing the radiation to yeah, happen. Yeah, it could just it could right. just be her uh, reverberation of her powers creating this. But it could be maybe she's trying her best to build back Vision, but knows that she she can build back the, all the other parts of the overlay, but she can't create a Mind Stone yet. And maybe that's what she's trying to do. Maybe she's trying to. That, that is a possibility. Or maybe maybe she is. Oh God, this is. Uh, it's so sad for the future, but like maybe she's she's trying to put the mind stone back together. But the more she does it, the more uh, energy she expends toward it, the worse reality around her becomes, and the and like the bigger it gets, and the worse the world gets, and like she's breaking more and more, and she eventually is forced to give up if she wants to save reality, because like either either you break everything to fix Vision, or you let vision go. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, I think that is, that is very much what's going on uh, is that she is letting herself, uh, you know, do possibly, possibly lose every, lose the whole world just so she can gain a vision. Oof. Yeah. And actually that's, um, uh, ADL CPH just wrote in, what if she's draining the people in Westview? So I think, yeah, it's that same, like, Ooh, the gross. harm she's creating to these other people, causing these other people, probably that she doesn't realize. Yeah. Uh, and that just catches something that uh, was pointed out, her Ajax 2020 pointed out that um, Wanda's face, after she kicked out Monica, it looked like that she didn't know what she had done. That it was kind of a, like, a, I didn't realize I had this power, and now I'm concerned. Yeah, she was looking at her hands. Um, like, she did the red energy like she did you know like she's done in the past and she threw monica out and then she looked at her at her hands with the red energy and it looked like she was like oh whoa i didn't know that you know this is not how my powers work i didn't know that Hmm. and then she uses it to put the wall back together and everything i you know on first watch i took it more as a i i just like these hands just committed a crime and Hmm. you know i i guess i'm in it now and like it was the realization that she had just done something bad and was like, oh, no. So well, I've, got a, I've got a possible theory here. Just okay. on the idea of like that so much of this early on has been about, like, Matt, what you said, like honoring early television and things like that. Mm. One of the concepts of most television until like DVR and then the Internet was nothing has consequences. You know, every sitcom at the end of every episode, right. everything returns back to normal. And that's yeah. been true for all of the things, you know, whether it's I Love Lucy or A Dream of Genie or the 70s stuff. So I wonder if there's also kind of a sub thing here of part of why she's loving, she's living in these worlds is that there's no consequences. Mm, I love that. Throwing Rambo out is the first time that something has real consequences. 
Mm. Yeah. I love that. And I mean, it's, we, we talk about the idyllic world of these sitcoms, and that seems like what she's constructing for herself, this idyllic world that she grew up watching, right? But one of those more meta concepts in that idyllic world are the idea that it's a, um, there are no consequences. The episodic nature of a show where just everything resets to one every episode is like, is a thing we all dream about. It's a thing we all watched as kids. And like, it's not how the world works. The nothing right. is ever the same. You can never go home again. That whole thing, like every day is a different day. And, and, and your, your choices do have consequences. Pain and loss happen in real life. And like yep. the idea that she's in this, in the simulation, I love that, Matthew. That's a, that's a, that's a good point. Um, yeah. I like that a lot, regardless of what she's thinking when she throws Monica out, that's a really great sort of deeper meaning to her constructing this reality. Um, I, th- I took her look as she throws Monica out and looks sort of, she looks sort of dazed by it. To me, that was her falling back into the simulation. Like she was, mm. she, she wasn't so much dazed by her throwing out uh, Monica as she was dazed by the fact that she was brought out of her, uh, uh, her simulation for a second, like for a second, yeah. she remembered the world. She remembered her pain. She remembered Ultron. She remembered Pietro. Uh, and, 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 and all those, all that stuff, she was like, that's what she's like reacting to, to me. She's like, that whole situation was bad. I don't care that Monica's gone. I wanted Monica gone. I, she, I think she clearly did that on purpose. I don't think it was a mistake. I don't think she didn't know she could do it. Her hands were like, here we go. Boom. I'm the bad guy. And, I'm a bad guy. Um, and then she like looks totally fine. And then, but the reaction on her face to me was like all the stuff that all the stuff that I'm trying to forget. I just had to remember for a few minutes and now I'm going to recede back into the, into the background of this. Yep. Right. And then into the waiting arms of Mephisto. <laughs> come back, come possibly, back to it. Possibly. <laughs> Nate Muzzy pointed out that in age of Ultron, what Wanda does is to show everybody else their fears. And what yep. if she's like un- unconsciously oh. doing that to herself now? Or the opposite, right? Like right. she she's shows everyone fears. their fears. Yeah. And, and she's like, she's like creating a world in her own mind that so that's the thing we've talked about. Like in the movies, she never had a reality creation powers like this. Uh, she couldn't, she had telekinesis and she had mind like control powers of some sort or influence mm-hmm. in this. She legitimately seems to be able to create this entire reality. So is she doing it on purpose? Even she may just be trying to take her own pain away, change her own mind, but she's affecting the whole world around her. Hmm. Hmm. One quick theory was that Darcy might also be a scroll based just on the, this was from ADL CPH. Just basing the idea on uh, Darcy's on this planet comment, me <gasps> Darcy's kind of overplaying her role somewhat. And we just broke Jeff again. Darcy said on this planet? I thought it was... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. she said, I know it's been a couple of, or I know it's been a crazy couple of years on this planet, but isn't he dead? She also has uh, experience with Thor and such. So she, and she like has experience with the convergence from uh, Thor the Dark World. So like she right. has seen other planets, never been right. there, but she has yeah, experience with other planets. She's from this planet. The way that she said it seemed to, to mm. say to me that she had not been on this planet in a, in a bit or had been doing things on other planets. That, do, that is possible. And like it, it is recently. possible that she's an alien. It's a real alien thing to say. 
uh, out, of, <laughs> out of context. She has this sort of she has this sort of sarcastic uh, Daria nature to her that makes her say things like "on this planet" seem sort of like normal for her, right. but. Yeah, it absolutely could be a little Easter egg that she's a scroll or she's been experiencing other planets. Yeah, I like that. Especially because we know that the snapping did happen on all of the planets, not just on this one. So, right. That's true. Um, so, yeah, we talked about that one. A um, little bit about uh, some of the stuff you all were talking about. ADLCPH wrote, calling it now, they name dropped AI and nanotech, right? So yep. S.W.O.R.D. is going to be heavily involved in Armor Wars, and they bring back Justin Hammer and or AIM. Mm. And Nate Muzzy said, um, what if they pull a Mandalorian and Agents of S.W.O.R.D. is announced at the end of this show? A mm. Mandalorian? Who's a Mandalorian? Oh, yeah, sorry. for Matt, um, at the end of the oh, TV show, Mandalorian, Mandalorian, my bad. they introduced the character, <laughs> Boba Fett, and they said, now that Boba Fett's going to get his own TV show. So right. what if they're going to announce you were a new saying TV a show? Name. I, you said, pull a Mandalorian, and I thought you said, pull pull in Amanda. Amandalorian. Oh, <laughs> like no, no, Amanda. No, no. I thought you said the name Amanda. <laughs> I got you. Pull a Mandalorian. I see. Yep. No, that's... Pull yeah, that's, a... Absolutely possible. We know now that Disney will do that. They will, even even in that Star Wars particularly, they had just announced like whatever, 15 new shows, and then they waited till the end of, spoiler alert, Mandalorian to announce Boba Fett show. Like, that is so cool. Yeah. I love it. Hmm. <laughs> a Mandalorian is so hot, Muzzy Nat says. Um, uh, and that's kind of a good way, good way to round it out. Nate Muzzy also says... Um, and this kind of ended on the meta. Marvel played us like a fiddle. They knew what things fans would latch on to and speculate on, and then they put it on a whiteboard so they could know that we played into their plan. Yep. 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 They put that on there, and we were all just like, oh, I'm ashamed. Yeah. Yep. But also, I want to read every freaking thing on that board. Give me that board, Marvel. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> They, they, they call us out, they show us exactly who we are, and in doing that, make us do that more. Yeah, they're like, this is who you are, and you're like, I know, but hold it still. Hold it steady. Give me that whiteboard. Give me that marker. Oh, man, this is so good, guys. I am beyond the moon about this episode. So excited. Um, well... We'll be back the moon? soon, guys. In space? In space? In okay. space. We'll be back. Terrestrial missions only is what he said. That says they go to space. It's it true. is space. It's true. Oh, man. Well, we'll be back really soon, guys. Uh, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Matthew Fox, tell them about your things. That they, where, they, where can they find your stuff? Sure. Thank you. Well, I'm, I'm a proud part of the Stranded Panda Network. I have two podcasts on here. One is called Star Wars Universe Podcast, where we're just covering everything Star Wars. Right now, especially, we're trying to do everything to get people ready for all the new content coming at the end of this year. So we're doing stuff on the Clone Wars TV show. We're reviewing the last couple of movies. We've actually started doing a book club. So if either you're a huge Star Wars fan or you just want to um, you know, learn about it all so you know what in the world's happening when all these new shows come out, that's a great thing for you. I also run the Superhero Ethics Podcast, where we take a lot of the questions that you all discuss on the MCU cast or the guys on DC On Screen and go a little deeper on the ethical side of it. So, like, we just did a whole thing with um, Jay Scotty about the character of Doctor Doom and sort of how he is often a villain, but sometimes a bit of a hero or a bit of an anti-hero. We've looked at all kinds of things like that. Um, 
a lot of great episodes. Please check them out. Find all of that either on strandedpanda.com or by looking for me at theethicalpanda.com or just searching for The Ethical Panda on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, we'll do that, guys. Uh, Matthew Fox is a great podcaster and great stuff to check out on all those places. Uh, and we're at strandedpanda.com. If you like what we do, uh, please check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash mcucast. We are, uh, we are really... Uh, we're try, trying to grow this year and trying to do more things and all this video and everything and it's taking a lot more time so if you have been considering being a Patreon patron it would be awesome if you could join the Patreon um, patreon.com slash mcucast check that out and uh, that's all from the mcucast today peace until next time true believers Drew Greg sent us a uh, piece of feedback earlier, and I, I we forgot to do it on the on the cast, but we we jumping in to do it now. Uh, he sent a piece of a Vision comic, Vision number seven, I believe he said. Yep, uh, from the Tom King run. He thinks this is uh, pertains to what's going on right now, so we're going to do a dramatic reading of this uh, moment in the in the comic. Yep. Well, okay. So, uh, to be fair, this is from this is from the Tom King run in 2015-16, but it is a it's a flashback of what happened in like it's a it's a flashback of events that happened in the 80s. In '86, I think is when the twins were born. Um, okay. '89 is when they were taken by uh, by pandemonium. So pandemonium, master pandemonium. Yes. Okay. So, okay. Just a little bit of context there. Go ahead. Context. All right. We're going to, we're going to do a, uh, a live, a live, a live reading of this comic page. I'm Wanda, your vision. Okay. Here we go. You're shushing the kids. Wanda leaves the nursery, closing the door behind her. It has gone on too long, Wanda. We need to talk about the children. Steve sent over an American flag blanket with a note for me to put it in the crib. Wanda. I called him and told him you can't put the blankets in the crib when they're this little. And he started going on about how he was delivered in a tenement building in 1920. Whatever. Wanda, please. They're not real. You're a goddamn toaster. Wanda. They're not real? What are you? I want a family. I want it as much as you do. Who are you? Huh? What are you? To tell me they're not real? But but this is not a family. This is a lie. And what good can come of this lie? You're not real! Wanda, did you not hear me? I will adjust my vocal volume. What good can come of this lie? And scene. And scene. That's very emotional. I, 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 was, I went to an emotional place for that. Right. So that, where she calls him a toaster is a direct call to the toaster uh, commercial in episode one, right? Right, for sure. But also the kids aren't real. And and they have to have that discussion here. But she is convincing herself that they are absolutely real. Um, 
And then it turns out that they're a part of Mephisto's soul and get reabsorbed. So, and then they eventually get resurrected. Right. Kind of, and uh, re reincarnated, I think they say. In yeah, they're reincarnated. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you, Drew. <laughs> we we just forgot to do it on the on the, on the initial podcast live stream, so we wanted to hop yeah, on. Yeah, I don't in. think that's what he wanted. Uh, I, think, I, think, <laughs> I think that's exactly what he wanted. I think he wanted a discussion on it. <laughs> I, I think he wanted to point out that this is exactly what's going on in 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 WandaVision. It seems totally good. <laughs> Let, uh, we got we he got some feedback. A dramatic Jake, reading. Jake says he wants so many more of these. Uh, I, I just I, I I'm not going to point out the laughed at the end of that. I'm just going to yeah. say I think our dramatic reading was spot on. Did you also see that Muzzy Nat said please do this as Batman and Bane for patrons? <laughs> Oh, we we need to drop that. So so I'm planning to go back to that Batman and Bane episode that we recorded, um, and do a uh, and drop it in the main feed, and then for the patrons do a uh, what it sounded like when we recorded it, like do a do an uncut version because it's just right. us laughing constantly. It's uh, mostly me laughing constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh. could not hold it together. Batman and Bane read comics. Yeah, but it'd be like ba- Batman and Bane trying to be Wanda and Vision. It's like, <laughs> like it's hard enough to do the acting of Bane already. I'm no Tatiana Maslany. I, I, I'm not like <laughs> I can't do one character pretending to be another character. That's just not my shtick. Right. Yeah, Drew. Yeah, that's absolutely what seems to be happening here. And it, I really think they're going to fight for their 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 town or whatever and Vision's going to realize what's going on and uh and we're going to get um yeah Drew says I read that and I was like holy shit uh yeah the, the, I think I think we're we're going to get Vision is going to be the thing that encourages her not to to keep the charade up and it's going to be heartbreaking and horrible and it's going to it says like what what is good what good can come of this lie Oh, he's gonna say that. I, I think he is. I think he is. He's gonna that, have to say that, that. Might be the line that you've been you've been uh, searching for in your in your musings. Yeah, you have to let me go. Is is? Oh, you could never hurt me. Mm-hmm. What good can come of this lie? Ah, oh. you could you could never hurt me. Could never hurt me. Wanda. Wanda. He has such a fun voice to do. Okay, he does uh, well. I'm gonna stop the podcast. Thanks for thanks okay. for joining us for that last little little bit, guys. I'm gonna edit that. Yeah, it's gonna thanks be, for hanging out. It's gonna be a mess. <laughs> thanks for hanging on. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on Twitch.tv/StrandedPandaTV and available at YouTube.com/StrandedPanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit StrandedPanda.com. 